I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Is Errol Spence the best welterweight in the world? Well, he certainly made a case uh, against Lamont Peterson. I, I had a feeling, I, I obviously predicted Errol Spence would win, but I did not think that uh, he would do it by stopping Peterson. Uh, it, it was just a really, really dominant performance from Errol Spence. He stayed in his southpaw stands the whole time, just kept uh, Peterson at distance with his jab, and he, he's got power, obviously, but he knows how to control it. He's not like... Uh, you know, whenever I hear about big punchers, I always worry about them being uh, sort of like David Lemieux in the fact that Lemieux would always try to go for the knockout punch instead of just using uh, his skills to break the guy down. But uh, that's what Spence did against Peterson, uh, stopped him in the seventh round, or rather at the end of the seventh round. It was about to go into the eighth, but uh, Peterson's trainer, Barry Hunter, just said, no, no, that's enough. Peterson's eye was closing shut anyway. It, it was kind of... They, they could see the writing on the wall and good for Barry Hunter in realizing that. But uh, after the fight, Errol Spence called out Keith Thurman and uh, said that he'd been calling him out for a while, but uh, apparently Keith Thurman doesn't want anything to do with Errol Spence at the moment. And uh, when he was being interviewed by Jim Gray after the fight, Errol, uh, Errol just let his thoughts be known to the world. And what would you like to do uh, with your next fight? Everybody know. Everybody know I'm waiting on sometimes, Thurman. You know, I've been waiting for a long time. Since I was 15 and 0, I've been calling this guy out, and he keep making excuses after excuses. He need to hurry up and come back, you know, fight, uh, fight a little tune or fight, and then let's fight. I'm waiting on him. Let's get it on, man. And immediately after that, Keith Thurman put out a tweet that said, quote, I see you, young buck. Be patient. Your time is coming. Hashtag one time, unquote. Uh, yeah, the, the fight's not going to happen this year, uh, not unless you believe in miracles. At the moment, Keith Thurman uh, does have a fight scheduled for uh, sometime in May against an opponent yet to be determined. He's also let it be known that he does want to have a rematch with Sean Porter. Uh, if I recall correctly, that is a mandatory defense that he has to make. And he's also wanting to do a rematch with Danny Garcia. So it looks like the earliest we might see this fight is 2019, possibly even late 2019, given uh, the the uh, frequency at which Thurman fights. But regardless, uh, the welterweight division's heating up. I uh, really liked Spence's performance against Peterson. I thought he did a very good job. And it seems like he could give a lot of people trouble, but then again, the, the welterweight division is such a uh, it's such an an elite division that it seems like almost everybody in the division is uh, going to have trouble against each other. And the only way to see who the victor is going to be is if they finally fight. And you know, Thurman's got like I said, he's got these other defenses that he wants to make. He wants the rematch with Porter. A lot of people thought that Porter should have gotten that decision. I scored that fight a draw. Thurman also wants to do the rematch with Danny Garcia. I, I don't really care to see a remake a rematch of that fight at the moment simply because Danny Garcia hasn't done anything to warrant a rematch, unless you think that beating uh Brandon Rios is somehow worthy of that. I don't. 
and I don't think that's going. I I hope that doesn't happen immediately. But regardless, uh, welterweight division is one of the most exciting divisions in all of boxing, and I just hope that it keeps up. Moving on, Adrian Broner is 28 years old. He's going to be 29 in July. But before that, is he going to be relegated to gatekeeper status? That that could be what's going to be happening next for Adrian Broner. Uh, it was announced recently that Broner, his next fight will be April 21st, and he is going to be fighting the undefeated Omar Figueroa Jr., now, if that name sounds a bit familiar to you, Figueroa, and I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly, uh, last July, he ended the career of Robert the Ghost Guerrero, stopped him in three rounds. Figueroa is undefeated as a pro, 27 wins, 19 wins by way of knockout. He's got one draw. That draw was early in his career back in 2010. Oh, Broner has got to bring everything to the table, and that may, that may be why he recently announced that he is uh, changing trainers. He is now currently training with Kevin Cunningham, who is famous for working with Devin Alexander. It's probably the best thing that Broner could do in the lead-up to this fight. Uh, he's admitted himself that he has to get his shit together. And uh, he's still keeping Mike Stafford, his original trainer, in his corner. But it's going to be Kevin Cunningham who's going to be running the camp. Needless to say, Broner's got to look very impressive in this fight. If he wants to uh, hopefully get another title shot or just continue to pretend that he's the star he thinks he is. He was utterly dominated by Mikey Garcia. Never really seemed to be truly hurt but at the same time. Just completely outclassed. And I said years ago, I think it was back in 2013, that he'd probably be headlining pay-per-views in a few years. And, well, a few years later, don't I look like a dumbass? Not that I'm not that I, I'm saying, oh, Adrian Broner cost me a lot of money. No, it just <laughs> made me look like uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. And that's, that's simply not true. I always do that. But uh, I will be able to give a prediction on the fight leading up to it. Uh, as we get closer to that, that fight is happening in, uh, as I said, April of this year. So I, I hope it's a good fight. Figueroa is a very dangerous uh, opponent. He, you know, I like I said, I thought that Robert Guerrero won the first round against him, but then Guerrero just stopped uh, fighting the way he was in the first round, thought he could slug it out. He's got to be careful not to do that with Figueroa because it didn't help Guerrero any bit. Anyway, moving on. Well, good news, friends. If you're a fan of Amir Khan, he's finally got a fight announced. And he's not just talking about having a fight. No, no, no. He's actually going to be fighting for once. Instead of just, you know, running his mouth like he usually does, he's actually going to be fighting. Uh, he's going to be fighting Phil Logreco of Toronto, Canada. Logreco has a record of 28 wins. Three losses, 15 wins coming by way of knockout. Uh, two of those three losses, one was to Sean Porter back in 2013, and the second was to Errol Spence in 2015. He was knocked out in three rounds. Wow. We've uh, we finally gotten a Mir Khan fight instead of just a Mir Khan talking about it. I know that I keep bringing that up, but it seemed like for the longest time that's all he would do. 
aside from, uh, you know, that and appear on crappy reality TV shows. I'm sorry, but even Khan said years ago, if you have to appear on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, you're not much of a celebrity. But uh, LaGreco is not doing much for uh, Canadian stereotypes because us Canadians, you know, we're, we're known for our politeness, but LaGreco, he, he kind of shattered that illusion at the press conference to announce this fight where he brought up the, uh, the subject of Amir Khan accusing his wife of having an affair with Anthony Joshua, the heavyweight champion of the world. LaGreco brought this up, and Khan responded <laughs> as expected. Let's take a listen. After the Canelo loss, you went on a losing streak. Family, wife, then... This is my first number of strangers. I'm a quick match. Please, please. And then you go out and you tweet to the heavyweight champion of the world. Oh. What is wrong with you, mate? What is wrong? You go out and you point to the heavyweight champion of the world that he can have your left Con threw a water bottle at LaGreco and then tried to go after him, but the... Yeah, LaGreco and Khan were quickly separated. You, you can just see, as soon as he brings it brings it up, you can just see Khan's body start to tense up. It, this is clearly a sensitive subject to him, which is why you don't air shit like that on social media for everyone to see. Oh, boy. Yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, LaGreco calls himself the, the Italian sensation. Uh... I, that really doesn't have any real bearing on this fight, but uh, regardless, I, I, I kind of hope that the trash talk keeps up a little bit. It'll, it'll be nice to show that, hey, not all Canadians are correct. Some of us can be straight-up dicks. Uh, Khan can attest to that, probably. Uh, but this fight is going to be taking place uh, the same day as the... Uh, Amir Khan, or sorry, not the Amir Khan, but the Adrian Broner Omar Figueroa fight, April twenty first. Also taking place that night will be Carl Frampton versus Nonito Donaire. So the twenty first of April is going to be a pretty exciting night for boxing, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hope that Lagreco and Khan don't. Uh, I, I just I hope that the tension keeps rising, and I hope that uh, it pays off in the ring. And I hope they don't. I hope Khan doesn't throw any more water bottles at Phil LaGreco. Moving on. You know, in the past couple years, I can't believe how HBO has more or less started to become a non-entity in boxing and more or less let Showtime take over. Uh, you know, what does HBO have on their boxing schedule? Not much, but it was announced yesterday that uh, a fight was uh, being made, but they weren't going to have any, just anyone announce it. They were going to have Dwayne The Rock Johnson announce this fight. It goes down right here in the West Coast Iron Paradise. Now, a lot of you guys know the love and respect that I have for the sweet science, the sport of boxing. So when HBO called me and said, Rock, we want you to make an announcement to the world for one of the biggest boxing matches of all time. I said, I'd be honored, but I got to do it my way. They said, you got it. So world here is the historic announcement from the jabroni beating, pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, 12 rounds wasn't enough. The world is going to see the rematch to settle it all. Canelo versus Triple G.
Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Golovkin 2. May 5th only on HBO pay-per-view. And I guarantee you, it ain't going to be another draw. Oh, thank goodness. The rematch we've been waiting for. Canelo versus Gennady Golovkin. Saturday, May 5th. So glad that this fight was announced. Re really glad. Because, I don't know, somewhere in the back of my mind, I just kept thinking, oh God, it, it probably won't happen. There, there's going to be something. There's just going to be one little thing that prevents this rematch from happening. But no, it's happening. Gennady Golovkin. 37 wins, 0 losses, 1 draw, 33 big wins coming by way of knockout. Canelo Alvarez, who has a record of 49 wins, 1 loss, 34 wins by way of knockout with 2 draws. They're going to do it again, and according to Golden Boy Promotions, this time, neither fighter is going to leave it in the judges' hands. Which is a good thing, in my opinion. I would love to see a knockout happen in this fight. Uh, the atmosphere... In the last fight was very intense and i think the only thing that aside from the great fight that it was and the controversy around the scorecards i i think that everybody was hoping for a knockout in one form or another either from canelo or from golovkin but regardless even if it does go the distance please for the love of god keep adelaide bird at home possibly a retirement home one that she can't get out of all right Let's have some competent judges in this fight, please. Uh, let Kenny Bayless be the referee again. I thought he did a great job in the previous fight. Oh, I'm very excited for this fight. And even better, I think I have that weekend off. So I can't wait to cover that fight. Even if I don't have it off, I'll just, you know, say, hey, you know, I'm taking a Saturday off. I'm feeling sick all of a sudden. So really looking forward to that I, I gotta say it was kind of cool that they had the rock or Dwayne Johnson whatever the hell you want to call him I thought it was cool they had this video with him announcing it I thought that was pretty cool pretty funny I mean it's the rock he could be selling me ice and I'd be like I really want to get that ice that ice looks so cool that's a terrible pun I don't care uh now the thing is even though I picked Golovkin to win in uh, the first fight at the moment i am currently leaning towards saul alvarez i'm picking canelo at the moment because uh at the moment golovkin is 35 years old by the time the fight comes around he'll be 36 and also there is a the fact that he does like to stay active he uh this is probably one of the longest this is actually i think one of the longest layoffs of his career he's always hoping to stay active make more defenses of his title but i think that one of the uh one of the stipulations was that if this rematch is going to take place canal or golovkin cannot have any fights between now and then so regardless really really looking forward to this fight Maybe The Rock can be the ring announcer. I mean, tell Michael Buffer, hey, why don't you take the night off for this, okay? Or, you know what? Have The Rock narrate the 24-7 uh, the special. I think that'd be pretty good. Uh, regardless, really looking forward to this fight. I hope that we get more specials as we get closer to the fight. I know we will. You know, HBO does a good job when they... Uh, when they do boxing, I just wish they would do it more often. I don't know what the hell's going on with them, but 
Whenever they do big fights, they always do it really well, and I don't think there's going to be any exception. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. I hope to be back uh, within two weeks with another episode. And that's all I have to say for this. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxing for free. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Miller Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxing for free and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxing for free page. You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time.